All right, the light is on. We're off the bench coming to you on our tape delay at 12.50 Mountain Standard Time on this beautiful sunny Wednesday. Is it 20 again? Afternoon mm, in the Capital quite. Region of Alberta. I'm your host, Nick Good. Joined to my right by... Adam Hundick. Hello, folks. And... Neil. Getting ready to go to work. Yes. I got to work and in an hour and 10 minutes. But we're going to go to work here on this podcast. Let's get right into it. There you go. We're talking about the playoffs. We're talking about probably the... Well, of course, Game 7 tonight. Yes. Bruins... Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. I, I still think the Bruins are going to win. <laughs> yeah. I still think the Bruins are going to win. They're they the superior should. team. Um, Neil wants the Leafs to win. No, see, I... He's from Toronto. Before, well, he's not from Toronto. He went to school in Toronto. No, and so did you. He, yeah, he loves, he loves the city. <laughs> but he didn't like it. Didn't, I didn't, didn't like you it. You loved it. You felt <laughs> love. Like, no, this, this is no. your time to, to be honest, so, Neil. So before... Hey, listen, there's, it's all adding up. <laughs> Bills fan, oh, Raptors fan, oh, probably an Argonauts oh, fan, oh, man. probably a TFC fan, Marley's oh, fan. Marley's. Oh. The guy loves the Marley's. Oh, oh, Toronto Rock. No, we, we, Big Lacrosse. <laughs> we were talking Toronto before. Toronto Rock. We were talking before uh, we got on air. Me and Adam are tied for our pickums, ten each. And I'm the thing is, is that I don't want to be perfect because that means the Leafs will have to win tonight. Why did I, you pick the Leafs? I then? know because like I just figured. You know, maybe, but I'm not. Good. Wow. Solid. That that kind of argumentation is going to get you through university. Right? That's how you make some good decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I just Let's hope on my test that I just took, I argued a little better than that. Then maybe? You know, I don't. I don't even particularly know because I regretted it immediately. You know, as we. But you're you're looking like you know something now. Like most decisions in life, if you ask me. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. But so listen though, the Leafs. The Leafs have. (laughs) The Leafs have a lot of momentum right now. No, they do. And Freddie Anderson's been playing like a man on fire. But we're talking because it's already been obnoxious. coverage. It's going to get worse if they win the second round or get into the second round. And you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but with the horrible tragedy that occurred there the other. Other day, that will get dragged into this, and yeah. they'll, that's all they'll be. Toronto strong, no, 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 no. While the sports teams, they have nothing to do with that. These are totally separate entities. And also, the and game's in Boston. Yeah, yeah but they're so, still. I know, but they're still. You know, they're doing it for it, Toronto. Toronto anything, needs those, them right those now. Those Boston fans are going to yell awful things of at co- the team. Of course <laughs> they will. About it. Of course. Oh, of course yeah, they true. will. I mean, but yeah, so, I think I think uh, that helps that it's in Boston. I th- I have a feeling Boston's going to win because they've really they have outplayed them at times, like you said, Freddie yeah, Anderson's yeah. kind of kept them in it. So well, the big storyline is last two ge- t- two games, the Plekanec line hey. shut down the top line, no points, no for points, Bergeron. No, it's, I mean, they've, yeah, he sh- his line shut down uh, mm-hmm. Bergeron and because the one game I know last game like they had Marshall. an entire period there where they pretty much dominated yeah. the Leafs, like even though they didn't get any points, yeah, that like and then they made one mistake and it was yeah, Marner put in the back. And of you know, head. I would say, but, I would say it it, it's got. I mean, he's that line's played very well, but Anderson has really built oh, them up. But what I gotta say, last game before that empty net goal, oh, yeah, and I know thanks. I pointed it out to you, Marlow like terrible interference on Bacchus to let Plekanec go in alone and score. And if it weren't for that empty net goal and that missed call, that's a power play for the Bruins mm-hmm. where they can pull their goalie and have a six on four. I don't know how they missed that call. It was quite literally it was football. Like it was a block. <laughs> he chop blocked Bacchus. No call, and no one's talking about it after the game because it's Toronto. You know <laughs> any other team. You know they're going to be talking about that. Yeah. And it's like, it's painful. Oh, they played so well. Ba- Bacchus is but it, not very well liked. No, either. but I mean, it doesn't adds matter. Like, no, I'm just saying it adds to I know, it adds like, to it. But, but Marlowe chop-blocked him. I just think the funniest thing, too, is uh, was it Game 3 when 
Matthew scored that goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so fired And up. it's like, he's so they dominant. keep showing it. It's game seven now. They keep showing a goal from game three. It's like, as if your star has never scored a fucking goal before. I mean, doesn't... <laughs> Pasternak in one game had more points than Matthews had in the whole series. Yeah. Did, does he not? Like, well, two Matthews... more impressive uh, uh, performances. One, obviously, Sean Couturier scoring mm-hmm. five points on a busted MCL. And, of course, the, the, the paradigm of, of performances. Archie Andrews <laughs> punching through the ice, breaking his hand, and still playing his still set. Still played his set at the, the Jubilee. At the Jubilee but, at but Riverdale. No, you talk about oh, Couturier. Oh, man, like, you don't... You know Archie Andrews. Don't come at me, Austin I Matthews. Still, I still think, though, in a winning effort... Archie Andrews, Austin Matthews. Hey. Yeah, close. I still think in a winning effort, Gensel, with the four goals, one assist. I mean, that's wild. You know, playoff Jake, as they should be calling him, because his playoff and numbers an, are insane. Natural quadrant. Yeah. yeah. Quad trick. Yeah. Quad, quad trick. Four but straight. yeah, how often do you see that? Probably Johan Franzen, right? <laughs> Johan Franzen. <Yeah. laughs> he was the last Whenever, one. He's always the answer. He's always, always the, answer. the answer. These playoff trivia questions. Because he was like a good playoff player. That's he was. why he is. I mean, he was a good Claude regular Lemieux. season. Claude, Claude Lemieux. Lemieux. Yeah. You know, it's guy. all those guys. Did he not win Art Ross? Fernando, he did. Yeah. No, 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 no. He won a Conn Smythe. Conn Smythe, that's what I meant. Chris Drury, Briere. Do you remember those two guys? When they, they were good in the regular season. Then the playoffs, suddenly they were just something else. Like, it's. I always find it interesting... And I think my opinion is it's less of, um, you know, bearing Justin down. Justin Williams, of Justin course, Williams. famous. I think it's less bearing down and more that with these guys, they somehow find a way that the moment doesn't affect them. Yeah. I, think it, I think it's less that they're finding another gear and more so that they can play at roughly the same gear as always yeah. without the moment affecting them. Or like, okay, them. so... Or the you, pressure's not on them to yeah. be or main cogs. It's, it's so. sports psychology working in, a, in its inverse sometimes too, right? Like you look at a guy, let's say Holtby, yeah. right, who... Bobrovsky we talked about just yeah. like what a, can't fucking do it in the playoffs for whatever yeah. reason and and we talked about two before going on air about Pittsburgh and uh, Washington have met nine times in the playoffs right yeah. or ten times I think Washington's one and nine against them <laughs> yeah, you mean Pittsburgh's like, one and nine against no wa- Washington is one and nine oh, against one Pittsburgh and, oh one yeah. and nine yeah, okay, only won one me, series and me. ten meetings yeah. wow and so I mentioned before Pittsburgh in all five of their cup wins, have gone through the Capitals to get there. Um, and so that sort of thing. And I always, I always think about this. Like, different teams, different squads, what, what is the difference? Like, are, why isn't there a difference? And actually, I'm going to come back to that because I want to get back to what I was talking about with the playoff performance. Is you have these guys who sort of wilt when the, the moment gets to them, right? Because it's in their heads, like, holy shit, this is where I fall apart. Yeah. Where maybe a guy like a Justin Williams or a Gensel, it's the playoffs, and subconsciously they're like, man, this is where I come to play. Yeah. And it just, yeah. whatever reason, it, it is, maybe it is another gear. Maybe it is that uh, endorphin rush that just, it's that psychology that works in a different way where it doesn't affect them and they actually feel that they are a better player come playoff time. Mm-hmm. Could be. To get back to the thing about, uh, like, history against teams, I wonder if it has a lot to do with not the players or the team or the personnel or anything like that, but it's the fan base. And it's that thing where... It's the Caps in the second round against the Penguins, and they're playing at home. I think maybe playing at home might be detrimental because you just feel that energy, like the te- the tension in the arena as a player, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you're going to the second period, and it's 1-1, game seven, and you're in Washington. The fan base is probably thinking, fuck, we're losing this yeah, game. Yeah, of course. There's no, there's, no, th- there's no like positive energy in there at all. No, and I think... 
It, and it's, it would, I would feel it'd be a very awkward place to play in. Well, I think that's true, and especially just going into the series now, they're going to look at it and say, well, of course, here we go again. That, that you know, being and, said, I think if Washington beats Pittsburgh, they're on a fucking tear to the final. I just I I think can't if, see it. But I if they, but it. I'm just saying if they, yeah, if they, if they crack that ceiling... If they crack that ceiling, then they're going to have a whole new mentality the, the, about them. The problem is their goaltending has just been... Yeah. Holby, though, four straight wins. I know. Yeah. He, he wasn't great. And it went it went seven games last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it in went Washington. Seven games, yeah, it went seven games and in didn't, 09. And didn't... Uh, maybe we can look at the box score or not, but I'm pretty sure Washington like outshot Pittsburgh like crazy in that game, too. Let me see. I might I'm pretty sure yeah, Matt Murray like, I was, stole the game I was going to say, them. but Matt Murray comes to play. Yeah. Um... I just don't see any way that Washington can do it. I mean, it's just there's something faded about it almost. All Washington sports teams. Yeah. Except for the Wizards. Right I think now. the Wizards are going to... They think right. they're going to win. I think they're going to win. You, you said that a really? long time ago. You had a lot of concerns about them. All season I well, said, you said that. You said that's the team. You said that's a team you don't want to play. Well, they're not really an eight. They wouldn't have been an eight if Wall was no, healthy. No, no. Yeah. But there's the Raptors still... And the worst thing, too... <laughs> we, we, oh, Okay, hold on. Before we get to NBA, want to yeah. talk anything else about any of the playoff series? Is there anything? Because they just released the times yesterday. I mean, there's for the start of the second round. Yeah, I still, I'm still in fact. Are we gonna wait until the Leafs? Or should we do a preview? No, I no, we, we can just talk about some. We'll do actual picks next time, but yeah, or, okay. we'll, we'll, we won't be able we'll, to we'll, 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 we'll post them. Game we'll, we'll, we'll post them. We'll do we'll our picks and we'll put it up later. Post on Instagram. Yeah, because it starts tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm infatuated by the Sharks going against the. The Golden Knights. I think the Evander Kane pickup is, man. He, I just, he's. I think he's my favorite player right now. I love watching that guy play. Like yeah. he's just, he, he hits. He's he a shoots, fucking spark plug out there, man. Yeah, he's a throwback in. Yeah, world. he's yeah, he's awesome. I think watching, that's what people. He's motivated, and that's yeah. the difference. Is like in Buffalo you, and Winnipeg, he never had it. You've and, never seen him motivated no, before. No. no, and I think. You know what's interesting? Contract year helps. Yeah, yeah it helps. That's but, true. But young eight guy, million? the guy gets eight million. Ooh, I doubt it. That's he's not that proven. What if, what if, they make it to the Western Final or the Stanley Cup Final, and he's the best player for the Sharks? Someone will overpay him, yeah. but it won't be the Sharks. Mm. If if he's getting eight mil, I don't know. I mean, they have the cap space, yeah, but that's he realizes just, that like hey, if, if Thornton I, if Thornton retires, they have the space for it. Yeah, that that's a big and like, if. Yeah, Ooh. but I was gonna say about Kane, and I think this is something people said about Taylor Hall too. Is oh, it's bad attitude. Right. Bad attitude, and I think with Kane, you know, there were more. Uh, overt examples of that. Yeah, there were maybe more public examples. Yeah, yeah, more public examples of that. But I think again, it well, just he sometimes get, like, he got like kicked out of a bar in Winnipeg and stuff. Yeah, well, he, he had, had that trouble with his, his money. Yeah, he had trouble yeah. with his teammates too. Yeah. And, but I mean, sometimes it just takes a change of scenery and maybe a different situation or a different coach. Because as I've said before, it's good coaching. Yeah. You know, yeah. If if these players have made it there, there's a reason. You can't just say, "Oh, he's got a bad attitude. Can't deal with him." If you're a good coach, you find a way. It makes your team better. Mm-hmm. And clearly. They found a way to do it. Pete DeBoer. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting, too, to go back to the Washington thing is, is it not just a lot of these players on the team haven't gone past the second round? Wash, or, uh, Ovechkin, Backstrom, Holtby, but Barry Trotz with Nashville never and with the Capitals has never. So I think if that team together gets to the next round, I think they're going to. Yeah. Yeah, but it's they're like well, it's cursed. Like the, boost, the, the other thing interesting, too, they're is cursed. that I heard Barry today. The fridge, Trotz, cursed. I, have to, I haven't fact-checked this, but I heard that Trotz is the fifth winningest coach in regular season history. I believe it. He's coached a well because he got to make the playoffs every no, year. No, because well because uh, David Poley there just yeah. won yeah. the most for a general manager. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense because Trotz was the 
inaugural for, for 13 years yeah. or something. Yeah. Longer, I think. Actually. Longer. I think it was longer than 13. But years. he was the inaugural coach, and then yeah. only just got fired. What? <clears throat> resigned or whatever. Three years ago. Yeah. Right. So I, I, would, I, think. I would absolutely believe that. But you know, there's just something to be said about that. I mean, I think a lot of people right now, especially around Edmonton, say that about Todd McClellan. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Before we get to the Oilers, any anything else about any of the uh, other series? So we have um, what, the Vic. So wait, do you, do you think the Knights roll through the Sharks? I wouldn't say roll, but I think they can beat them in seven. Hmm. I think it'll be that'll a be a good series. I think I think series. Vegas is going to win. The best series. The best win. series is going to be Jets and Nashville. I think Jets so. and that Nashville. is going to yeah, be the best the... series of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, good. I can't imagine he... a better series than that. I wanted that a long time ago, so I'm very glad. To see yeah, it. that'll be. And I. He is the fifth winningest yeah. coach of all time. And I'm going to say that uh, Nashville wins that, but it is going to be oh, tight. I mean, I'm going to say Jets. I'm going Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm. That poor city deserves it. You Man, know. that's it. Yeah, that so then, series is going to be fireworks. But for the Jets to have lost their team and then they got a team back, I mean, this yeah. is big for that city. I mean, their celebrity mascot, you know who their celebrity mascot is, right? Neil, you know who Winnipeg's celebrity mascot is. Oh, goodness me. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Seriously? Yeah, he goes that's to all the games. That's hilarious, really. Goes to right? the games, that's man. So Chris funny. Jericho. So well, Jericho versus Underwood. Damn. Put her nice. in the... If I this mean, was if this was uh, early 2000s wrestling, Neil, he'd be putting her on walls of Jericho for no sure. No kidding. Well, thankfully, <laughs> oh, that's man. no more. I mean, she you know she's only recently recovered from her fall, so let's let's be what, easy on care. What, she fell? A while ago, she like slipped and like really busted herself up or something. Goodness. I think she had like bunch of stitches maybe she even got a plate in her head or something like she really fucking on stage no she oh. like at her place she like slipped fell down some stairs something like that nah, that's a, that's what dustin johnson said too. no 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 <laughs> hey apparently mike what? fisher he wasn't he was playing he wasn't there all right it's, he's got all alibis right. i know right. i know i worry about these these ladies in you know in the in the below the donna dixon line there in the south i know it's <laughs> down there it's a little risky but no mike wasn't there and he's a good canadian boy he never... donna dixon isn't it Mason Dixon? Did I say Donna Dixon? Yeah. That's something else. Mason Dixon. <laughs> Thank you. Um, here, let me see. So it's Donna Dixon. Couldn't tell you. So quick. But not the right line. <laughs> quick, quick off the... It just, it's alliteration. It just rolled off. Who is Donna Dixon? Quick, quick uh, off I the coaching Google. list. Uh, Bowman, obviously. Is number one. Quenville, number two. Al Arbor. Hitchcock. Oh. And then Al Arbor. Barry mm. Trotz is only 40 wins behind him. Five less seasons. Wow. Um, Lindy Ruff is actually right behind Barry Trotz. And so, where's Craig McTavish? I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding, no kidding, kidding. right? Uh, <laughs> career coaching losses. This is why I want to talk about this because this is my funniest one. Did, did you just search up Donna Dixon? Yeah. American actress, former beauty. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the hell she is. Because <laughs> career losses, it's an active coach. It's not Barry Trotz. It almost is. Career losses. Career losses. 557 Barry Lenny Trotz. Lenny Wilkins. No. No. He's yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is. Maurice. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I coached the Leafs for That's fucking true. ever. Scotty Bowman only lost 573 games. He won 1,244. Jeez. Did you know, did you know Donna Dixon was in Wayne's World? <laughs> Jeez. Donna, did, okay, Donna, so maybe that somehow, maybe, it's got, maybe Wayne's World got in there somehow. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, what's uh, light, who are the Lightning playing? Lightning are playing... They are playing the Leafs or Bruins. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So if it's the Bruins, it starts... They both start Saturday. One's early or one's later. One's at one you know and what? one's at six. It doesn't yeah. matter who's playing the Lightning, they'll win that series. Yeah. I think the I Lightning should get to the because, conference Because, I mean, the Leafs aren't actually good. It's all Anderson, and I don't know how long he can yeah. keep it up. And then Bruins, I mean, I just feel like this series has taken a lot out of them. They don't look now like the I, same team now, now that as they did earlier. Now that perspective has given me, uh, like history has taught me that Scotty, or that... Uh, 
Mike Babcock was the coach of that Anaheim Ducks team. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that anymore because Babcock's an arrogant prick. You know what I'll say? I'll I'll say like, Babcock. Yeah. I used to love that, he, like, that Anaheim made it that one year, and then it's like, oh, Mike Babcock was their coach? He's, you know, people say he's the best coach, best coach, best coach. No love for Quenville, who has more cups than him. Yeah, mm-hmm. more wins. You know, more wins, more cups, more Man, everything. Even Daryl Sutter, you could argue. And, and so, you know, his, his time. I, I get it mm-hmm. that Babcock is... Whatever he's a guy that I've read a bit hey, about. Really, the Leafs turned it around he, really quickly. He, he sounds, didn't look like yeah, but to. Babcock sounds to me like an insufferable motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just insufferable. I don't know how he connects with his young players yeah. because he sounds fucking awful. A quote about him: If yeah. he's not teaching you something, he he doesn't have time for you. Yeah, buddy, are you Buddha? Like, are you a fucking the Dalai Lama? What are you talking like? Yeah. you like yeah. get your head all the way out of your ass. So anyway, yeah, go make all the money as a coach for a team that will never win the cup. I know. Take your off. I know. You know how it, like it's already gonna be terrible if they if they get into the second. They, round. It, it doesn't matter because they'll get fucking smacked up by a much better team. I'm so surprised heading, they made it this. Heading point. into the second round. All of our predicted Stanley Cup finals are still alive. Are, are still yours is the only one in danger, Adam. Yeah, because you have the Bruins and Preds. Yeah, even well, though you said the Lightning would beat whoever they play in. The I know Super because final. now because the Bruins, <laughs> as I just said, if you were listening, they don't look like the same oh, team yeah. now that they did. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know what happened. Also, if the Bruins go down, there goes the Stanley Cup final nominee. Hey, for you. No, I well, yeah, that's what Damn. he's saying. My Stanley Cup, but I can still get the uh, the con smite. Yeah, you have Preds with Ryan Johansson. <laughs> yeah, that's unsung right. hero coming. So he's still order. alive. You're not. You're not. But, their March Madness uh, is not dead. Yeah, it's right? it not until you know. We'll see. I mean, it doesn't look good. Not for until uh, Virginia goes out <laughs> yeah. in the first round. God. Yeah, no kidding. Ah! No one wants to talk about the March Madness brackets. <laughs> Moving on to next year. It's yeah. almost May. I know. Of course, no one wants to talk Jeez. about the March Madness brackets. Um, okay, so that's everything for the playoffs. So yeah, we'll talk a little. You want to talk about the Oilers with Tom McClellan? Well, I was just going to mention. Staff. I was just going to mention McClellan. That's you know, I was just saying that, but about him. I mean, I we don't need to talk about the Oilers. It's a sad state right now. People are mad about a backup goalie we haven't even signed yet. So <laughs> it's a pretty sad state of affairs. I got to say. I I guess the the one thing that you could argue, and I think Oilers Nation may have posted this about the the. Transition of a KHL player to the NHL, and they use the example of like Anton Bailoff. Yep. Remember when he was yep. like the number one defenseman yep. in the KHL, yep. and uh, where I don't even know where he is now. He was on that World Junior team that got smacked around. Oh, it was Robin Brownlee wrote this article. That's yeah. who wrote it, and he was talking about how like a Ant- grumpy old man. Anton Lander now is like one of the best playoff performers he, in the KHL. Well, he just won the playoff MVP. Yeah, so it's like so. The, the, I guess that's where the argument's coming from. But I mean, you're not. I know nothing about this story. I only know yeah. it from people getting mad at on Twitter about it. Yeah. Pardon me. But I can't imagine that the, that Shirley's looking at paying this guy like $5 million to be our starter. No. <laughs> so, no. like... No. And no. if it's a one-year deal, I don't know. They're saying it could be two years, two and a half a year, maybe, at the very most. I mean, the thing about it is that it's nothing to get upset about because what they want, and clearly, like, okay, in the KHL, they play like 50-whatever games a year. So starting goal, you might play about... 35 games, mm-hmm. roughly. That's what they want. Yeah. A guy who can play 35 games because they now see you can't play Talbot for 70 games. He's played 153 games in the last two seasons, including playoffs. It's too fucking much That's for a guy happy, yeah. who never played you know, more than 35 in a year before that. I don't think any goalie should play that. Well, no goalie <laughs> yeah. should play that, true. But for a guy who didn't, you know, never played that much, it's way too much. They're trying to get a guy who can like, play a few games. Montoya's not the guy. Brassois is clearly not the guy. 
So it's not a big deal. And also, Vince Brossois is not the guy. I don't know he's why. He's not the guy right now. Sure, yeah. And so that's the thing. And I know people keep talking about, oh, the cap, blah, blah, blah. It's two and a half million. And it's supposed to go up to like and, 82 million. And with how little we're paying Talbot, it's fine. Like if you're paying your goalies combined less than 7 million, and sure, okay, we have, uh, you know, we'd have Montoya on the hook still for just over a mil. So you're paying your is goalies. Is he still under contract? Yeah, for one more year. So you're, you're paying your goalies just over a million, or sorry, just over 7 million. That's pretty fine that's yeah. like standard nhl fare so i just don't know what people are mad about they're just they can't be satisfied right now the oilers are out of the playoffs they think everything is wrong it's basically the same roster that had 103 points the year before yet nobody can see that also i want to say something a little bit about anton Belov there he came on to a very bad team yes yeah, the Oilers were bad and that. i think that it was really hard for a guy who maybe he was the best defenseman in the khl but to come over New country, new language, new rink dimensions, new everything, you know, new style of play. It is going to be really hard for that guy to excel right out of the gate. I mean, we just don't see it very often. Yeah. And so, however, though, I think for a goaltender, it's a little bit different. The game might be a little bit faster because it's a smaller rink. Obviously, North America, yeah. I mean. But, and you know, his numbers are obviously, they're, they're going to take a bit of a dip because KHL goalies, if they come over, they do. All their numbers are a bit inflated. But I think as a backup, I mean, it's really a low-risk move. It's two and a half mil, like for five mil. That's really nothing in the grand scheme of the cap, especially with it being, you know, up around 80 mil by the end of next year yeah. or even possibly this year. Yeah, we have 5.2 committed to goalies between Talbot and Montoya for yeah. next year. And then so if so we add two and a half onto that, so seven, seven. And you can bury Montoya in the... Yeah, exactly. You, you can find. Or, I mean, maybe some team wants him as their backup. Is there any something with him? Any sort of? Again, I don't. I don't really. Follow we haven't about. even signed Koskinen yet, so you know, <laughs> don't know that we're doing that. I haven't really been following others too much with the playoffs yeah, and stuff. But are there any rumors about what the nurse contract might be like? They're thinking bridge. Talking about well, a bridge, a, a good comparable. Yeah, a good comparable for him is. See, now I can't remember who it is, but it was two years at two and a half a year. Oh, yeah. It was a good comparable. They're saying Benning could be similar. Huh. Which oh, yeah. is surprising. You think Nurse is not going to try and get more? No. He's RFA. He doesn't really have He doesn't really have much. Leverage. Yeah, he doesn't really have well, much was, leverage. Well, Clefbaum got like a $7 million contract. Yeah, but Clefbaum has... I mean... Right? Clefbaum's is not $7 million. Clefbaum's is like no, no, $4 no. Clefbaum makes like... Sorry, seven Clef years. Sorry. Seven years, yeah. Sorry. I think, though... I, I don't think they're going to try to do that. I, yeah, I just Clefbaum's don't know that, cap hit is $4 million. Because if they sign... Nurse right now, at that longer term, they're going to have to pay him more, and I think right now they'd rather pay him a little less bridge and see what happens. What was Subban's bridge before he got that It month? was like nothing, and then he blew up, and they paid him $9 million a year. Yeah, because they But you know what? Pay. Nurse is just not going to do that. It's okay. I mean, hey, if Nurse goes no, and scores 70 know. points next that year... Was, yeah, I, was just, I know you're not saying yeah. that, but I'm saying if he goes curious. and does that, fine. Because I remember that he, he got lowballed pretty hard yeah, there. Yeah, and, and if Nurse you know, gets a bridge, and he has two really good years, and we can't afford him... Such is life. We got a couple of good years out of him. We move on. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not great, but, you know, we can't... That, that's yeah. the nature of the game. You, mm -hmm. you can't keep them all. And uh, if he has a really good couple of seasons... I mean, I assume we'll bridge him. I don't think they're going to go the, the cleft bomb route. But if they find a way to do that at a reasonable price, that'd be great. But I think he'd be close to 5 mil. Yes. And that's Yeah, like if they go long-term with oh, him. Oh, yeah. And I just don't know that you want to do that right mm. now because he's... It he, could be a steal or it could be a Well, he showed, he showed a lot last year. I think he's looked better than Clefbaum, personally. Yeah, I have Last to year, he certainly did. And his progressions looked a little I bit just, better. I think last year, 
Nurse has looked better than Clefbaum ever did in his, like, rookie contract. Yeah, well, I think... Different style of play, yeah. but I think more valuable I think, style you of know play. What? I yeah. would, well, I would just say, like, I think for Nurse's style of play, it's easier for him to look better. He does some flashier things. Sure. He plays some big hits. He you know, really Clefbaum well. at that point wasn't really putting up a lot of points. Yeah. It was just sort of quiet. So I think it's harder for him to look good. Whereas Nurse makes some bigger plays. Sure. Maybe, I mean, you know, I think both of them look, like Nurse obviously this year looked really good with that opportunity to step up. I think Clefbaum looked good. Well, Nurse is getting close. This is around the time that you start you to see, see it. You want to see it, yeah. Because, like, it's... it's what's He's it 22. Be? Yeah, but, like, it's already four years, basically. Yeah. Five years. Well, but league. he missed most of last season That's with an true. injury. I mean, he, yeah. he missed a good But shot. it's always... It's about that four, five, six-year window with D-Man that you start yep. to see it. Like, 24, 25 years old. They start to really figure and, it out. And well, that's and this the thing. Is, and this is the the Dolan argument I make. Yeah. No matter uh, I know what no matter saying, how yeah. good he's gonna be, he's not gonna be the player that is beneficial until he's twenty two years likely. old. Likely, like he's it's well, unlikely he he's gonna be the exception. He right? can still be beneficial. He just won't be at the height of his power. Because uh, even Carlson wasn't I, at the height. I early think bene- I think beneficial to what this team needs now. Mm. Yes. He, and you can't wait. I just think you sh- we shouldn't have to. I'm not, I'm not gonna get this argument like we should be winning cups in four years, but. I mean, I think we should be putting ourselves more in a position to be able to maybe compete yeah. for a cup. My question, and I think I was, this is a tangent I'm going to go on. I thought about this the other day where they were talking about these teams and they're like, oh yeah, these teams look, this team looks like a Stanley Cup contender. This team is, a, like, what makes a team a Stanley Cup contender? Goaltending and depth. Okay. I, I mean, for, you I'm know, just, like, I'm always curious, so, like, going into the year, like, I feel like sort of if you make the playoffs, you're like kind of a Stanley Cup contender. If you're a playoff contending team, you can be a Stanley Cup contending team. I think, you know, the thing about it is it's fickle because going into the season, the Oilers were second best odds to win the Cup. And then, you know, in a couple of months, all these pundits who did, who picked them for that are also saying, oh, deeply flawed roster, they're too slow. So here's the answer. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah, nobody knows. You know, and and I mean, it doesn't need the expletive, but I'm trying to add a little oomph because really what it means is nobody knows. The same guys that were touting the Oilers last September to run the table, two months into the season were saying, this team is deeply flawed, Trelly's blown it up, they're too slow. Yeah. I mean, that was Craig Button, he had that big thing about teams are saying the Oilers are too slow. Which fucking teams? Which teams do you coach, Craig Button? Which players are talking to you saying that, Craig Button? None of them. That's yeah. fiction. The team isn't too slow. <laughs> there are no slow teams in the NHL. They're all actually very fast. Like let's that that's it's such the, a yeah. It's the process with which it's you just make plays such and stuff. a yeah that's exactly like, it's not the actual no ability, like and yeah. and that's just such a ridiculous. McClellan made thing. mention of that that it's like we may not be like the fastest. No, but it's like how you make it's, decisions. It's how, it's how you move, move the puck. puck. It's, it's how you get. It's not. And it's how you get into your sets. It's talking, how you do anything. You know, and these guys are talking about foot speed. Like that's a thing. All the teams are fast. That's yes. that's goofy. And like, like Connor's foot speed, yes, is like noticeably quicker. But it's because it's so noticeably quicker that you notice else. it. That like yeah. it's easy to see, like tangibly see. But, but not everybody's like that. But yeah. so to go back to it, it's yeah, there are certain things that make your team more of a contender. Like I think you got to have some forward depth. Of course, you got to have some. You know, at least one dominant defensive pair that can really run a game and then you need good enough goaltending and there aren't that many teams to me that really have good enough goaltending. Just sort of seems to me like every team is always an injury away from not yes. being a contender anymore. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Like, and the best teams are the ones I mean, that we're gonna go, get We're going to go back to it. Crawford. If Crawford never gets hurt, where's yeah. where's Chicago go? Way better. Where does Chicago go? Are they a Stanley Cup contender? Are they a playoff contender? They're probably a playoff like, team. They're, I'd we're say. talking about how good Pitts... Uh, 
uh, Nashville is. What if Rene has yeah. another off well, year no, like, like he did last, last year? year yeah. Nick, even when Johansson got hurt in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, look at how much it did affect their yeah. scoring. Like, they still made the cup final, but, like, what happens if he doesn't go down? Yeah. Do they beat Pittsburgh? So, like, <laughs> so I get, if Talbot doesn't get off to a slow start, Sekra never starts the year hurt, are yeah. the Oilers then it's Stanley Cup contender? Like, I don't know. Well, I you just, have no idea. This yeah. stuff is just, and you know what, it, and you know, know it's, it's, there's no point getting upset about it because no. it's all just clickbait is what it comes yeah. down to. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just writing stuff. But yeah. you know, it's just the a lead, that it's just I think a lead to write. It's funny as you mentioned that Sekra injury, and even with that in mind, all those guys still pick the Oilers oh. as Stanley Cup contenders. Yeah. So and I, they knew he was going to be out. And they knew he was going to be out half the year. So again, I just think it's very. It's very funny how the narrative changes based on what angry Edmontonians want to hear is what it yeah. seems to me. Wonder, and what, what's funny too is I think when you predicted the beginning of the year like that, it's a lot about what you did in the past. Yeah. It's not about yeah. – because you can't – because you're trying to predict something, they always tend to look back to try yeah. and like say, okay, if they did this, then maybe they can do this. Because there is always a lot of unknown entities if it's a rookie on your team or if it's a new goalie or a new – defense core, right? So they don't really know what to say. So then they go back to like, oh, well, they always made the playoffs last year. Well, then they must yeah. have to and do you know it what's again. And then it's like you said, well, now all of a sudden, Talbot gets off to a slow start. He doesn't look like the same goalie he was. Now it's like, what happened? And Sekiro was out. And it was, I think it was the hockey. Maybe it wasn't the hockey. You know, you traded Everly. What season. is that going to look like? Which well, it looked like stuff? shit. But, <laughs> but prior to last season, they ran simulations for each team based on their schedule. I, like thousands of simulations for each team's season to find, you know, where they thought they would end up. And the Oilers' average simulation out of thousands was 97 points. Out of the thousands of simulations they ran, I think it was like a handful that had the Oilers finishing as poorly as they did. Hmm. So, you know, you can chalk that up to whatever you want, but I mean, even the simulations based on the players on the team said, no, they're fine. So just, it was, again, I've been saying this for a long time, it was a weird year. Everybody in Edmonton, unclunch your ass cheeks, enjoy the beautiful day, (laughs) enjoy the summer, and come back in the fall, you know, with a little bit of hope. For God's sakes, because it's just toxic right now. Whenever you talk to anybody about the Oilers, they're mad about a goal they haven't even signed yet. I mean, come on. There, it is yeah. toxic in this city when it comes to the Oilers right yeah. now, and everybody needs to just take a step back. I think back it hurts from the because there is playoff hockey going on too. Yeah, but you know what? But you know what I'm saying. But like, when, you finally now. tasted it last year, and then yeah, now yeah, you're, you're I know. Back to that weird feeling. I, I get it, but like, yeah. damn. Man. No, I know. It's believe me. It's it's insane. The thing I can care less about is. What, who they sign as their backup goalie because it's like that's their job. They should find somebody they feel that's yeah, gonna do it. Like, and like nobody bats a hundred percent. No, so it's like yeah, exactly. Whatever, but like it's a position that they feel they have their starter. If Talbot just no one bats a hundred percent. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, like, they're never perfect no one on their side. Yeah. You know the thing also <laughs> yeah, that I, I think is funny is that I've seen people saying about Torelli and. You know, God, we've talked about this backup goalie probably too much already. But people yeah. said usually he he's cheap on backup goalies. Doesn't like spending money. So why is he doing it now? Well, all of you jackasses have been calling for him to do something mm. different all year. Yeah. So what do you want? Oh, why is he doing something different when I've been yelling for that all year? <laughs> so he does something different, and that's not good enough. I know I've said it. He's but just he obviously just, a scapegoat. Yeah, he's and just a scapegoat right now. Nothing he does will satisfy anyone oh God, short no. of like stealing the cup. If we were to and bringing it here, we were to go on a on a extended run next year. Say even to just the Western Final or Stanley Cup Final. Hell, even like somehow win the championship. Yeah, it would all be in spite of Peter Shrill. Oh, that's what people would say. Absolutely in spite yeah. of him. This is Connor's team. Connor did it, or, or something whatever, like whatever, right? Or whoever, whatever new coach they get, you know, whether it's Trent Yanni or Gullitson, God, I hope not. <laughs> whoever they get, you know, it'll be oh, it's the new coach. Change this and that. Like yeah. I don't think McClellan's getting fired. 
No, 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 they no, were no. talking about Gullison adding him. as an assistant. Adding him Gullison as an assistant. assistant. Yeah. yeah, I think I read that. Yesterday. I think they're both him and from... Todd Nelson. No, Tron. Trent, Trent Yanni. Oh, and Rocky Thompson. Rocky Sorry, Thompson. Well, he's coaching Bakersfield. Yeah. Well, but they're saying might not like that. They might promote him. Yeah, because the coach in Bakersfield, Fleming, he's probably going to be out, mm. and the GM's going to be out, so they don't know what they're going to do there. Because I think Rocky Thompson was an assistant coach. Oh, no, no, Rocky Thompson's coaching the Wolves, Chicago Wolves. Oh, is he? Oh, yes. sorry, oh. but he does have a connection yeah. to. He does. Yeah. Like, well, they originally had him. Yeah. And I read an interesting article about like how he was kind of like really this like up and coming coach, and they always let him go. Yeah. And well, was that like, when McTavish was coaching yes. the Wolves? Yeah. Yeah. And then they, he brought him because Rocky Thompson. When we had the Edmonton Roadrunners, I'm he pretty sure he was our star. Yeah, yeah, he was. He that's where like people. But, it, got but they, to they know said him. he was like really. He had really innovative uh, ideas on how to score goals and stuff. And mm-hmm. his and then so then he went to the Spit, Windsor Spitfires. They won a whole shitload of games. When he Hall was, was Taylor Hall. No, it was no. no, it was recently. But it was they oh, okay. won. His record was absurd. Again, like yeah. 100. Yeah. Some in 24. So, you know, something just yeah. absurd. Junior stats. And then <laughs> then he's been coaching in the AHL. This past year, and they're they're still in the playoffs. Mm. Chicago Wolves. It's like L.A. It's Vegas's and St. Louis's. I think at this point. Okay. NHL, primarily St. Louis, but yeah, and he's again having a really good. And he like hosted a convention and he did this thing, and I guess he had all these coaches just like coming up to him afterwards and being like, and we had him at that time, and it was when McTavish was doing his whole like little. Uh, what are you, his little audit of the team. Oh. And remember, he came down and coached with Todd Nelson on the bench yeah. for a little bit. And I was like, what is going on? It was during that whole period that he yeah. just let Rocky Thompson go. Oh, and okay. people were like, what the shit? Like, he was a really up-and-comer. Mm. So then now, since, they're like wondering if he's going to come back. Which would be very classic Oilers, because once he was there. And but yeah, if he's innovative, then... Well, yeah, and, and I'm completely okay. From everything I've actually read about him, I'm like, shit, I can't believe they let this guy go. But again, I think it's that... Well, Craig McTavish. Yeah. I would say his personality probably didn't match well. Yeah. Because McTavish is more that, like, maybe we'll say a Daryl Sutter style coach. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure, right? They're, they're, they're kind of from the same mold, same generation. Mike Keenan. Yes. Cut from that cloth. Yeah, cut from that cloth, right? And so maybe he was like, oh, and then that's why he liked Dallas Eakins. So that was what it was. <laughs> well, so, maybe they God. thought they had nowhere to put I, for Tom. Somehow, somehow I blocked, blacked out <laughs> Dallas Eakins. Oh, my God. That, I, I had forgotten you ever yeah. existed. Oh, we're going to do a swarm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Swarms. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it was during that no whole... donuts in the, yeah. in the green room oh, or whatever. Jeez, like... what? We're gonna, what was this thing about, like... Chop wood, wa- carry water. Carter, wa- yeah. Yeah. I was going to say shovel water. I don't know. Don't whatever. shovel Just as stupid. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway. Okay, the last thing I kind of want to touch on is the NFL draft. NFL draft. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because there's all this... talk NBA? Okay, quickly talk NBA, Neil. Just quick. Yeah. I just want to talk quick. Game... Five tonight. Yeah. Uh, must win, obviously. But this is why you play. They've only lost seven games at home, dude. And, like, this is why you have it. They did beat them both times at home. If they win tonight, I, I do think they'll finish them off. Obviously, if they lose tonight, then you're in. They they look t- terrible, and we talked about it. <laughs> when you originally – I remember you said this to me one time, that, like, it probably won't be Fred Van Vliet that dictates their season. It's kind of proving that it partially Not is. Not what I said. Well, I said you uh, don't win from their bench. bench you but, win from, but your sixth man helps. And yes, Vliet, he, I said Van Vliet was the guy that yeah. would help them. Yeah. And they – and that's what I was about to say. They miss him, miss him bad. Because I actually looked – I thought he had the bad. third. He has the most fourth quarter minutes of any guy on the team. Yeah. More than DeRozan, more than Lowry. Wow. And he's, he's their third best mm. three-point shooter percentage-wise. So they miss him Big time. And, like, it's come to the forefront because what is Washington's strength is their guard play. Yeah. And they don't have Van Vliet, who is their sixth man off the bench, and it's made a big difference. But it's his shooting shoulder, too, so I don't know if it's even going to help. He's not going to play. He's not playing. 
There's no chance he plays. No, I know. Saw he him when he came back. Shoulder. Yeah, he separated game. his shoulder. So. And I, the reason, again, why I said I feared the, the Wizards. Yeah. And, and it remains the same, and it was proven last game, is out of all the players on the court, as good as DeRozan is, as good as Lowry is, as good as yeah. Beal is, John Wall's the best player on the court. Yeah. And, and basketball is that sport, man. Yeah. I mean... Well, it is. It's when you get into tight games, you need you, the best player is going to be the one that's going to put you over the top, unless, of course, you're the Oklahoma City Thunder. But oh, baby, that is a whole other issue. That like, I'm starting to be like Ross, man. What what's going he, well, on? He's he. <laughs> if you can't, I mean, they don't have. In fairness, they have nothing behind, but they're built for. They the have nothing behind. No, I'm saying behind the three, no, no, behind the three guys. Behind those guys, like their bench, their best player no, no, off the no, bench no, 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 is no. Ray see, Felton. See, 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 this is the problem. You're doing exactly what every Westbrook fan does. No, no, no. You justify his selfish play, no. and they're, they're losing in spite of how good Westbrook is. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they right, have. The they're built for the playoffs in your definition that they should absolutely, absolutely. be winning this series. But Westbrook and I refuses more. To, cha- to change his game, yeah, and I, maybe and that's time he to looks in the he's mirror. He's going to go toe to toe with Ricky Rubio. Yeah, which who's not their best player? Donovan Mitchell's the one they need to watch. And yeah, bad man Ricky Rubio showed and up gets him, and gets himself five fouls in the in the I know process. first half, four in the first half. Like, no, I know he's he's I don't know. It, no, and I agree. Maybe is, it's time for him to look in the mirror because. But he won't. I know he's not James Harden. Yeah, that was, that was the difference between those two players. Is Harden was the exact same player and was like, hey, you know what? Yes. I got to change my game to make my teammates yeah, better. Yeah, he forced. Now that's why Harden's the MVP. He, for, he forced his way out of Oklahoma City. Harden, yeah, because he's like I don't want to be. He was a the six first man. one to be like I don't want to be a six man or whatever. Yeah, and he has changed his game. I'll admit, like him and Chris Paul has worked very, very well. When people were kind of wondering how that would work, mm-hmm. right? So, and it's because he changed the style. I still think the Warriors beat him in five, though. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't. So, but yeah, Oklahoma City is a whole other issue because <laughs> Paul George fault. is a fantastic player, and you watch it and. I think Melo is kind of... He's just a good scorer. When, Not I, even anymore. He no. can't hit the shots. I know, and I would say that he's been a little bit of exposed in terms of, like, he doesn't have... He doesn't bring a lot more to the table. No. But with Russell Westbrook and Paul George, you should be winning that series. Utah, obviously... Utah lost Gordon Hayward. Like, imagine if they still had him. But they Shit. got Donovan Mitchell. They did. So, anyway, so the one but, thing I t- want to talk about with the draft is what the NFL. Browns are going to do. Yeah, okay. what are the Browns going to do? And there's this whole question about... Building around franchise quarterbacks, defensive ends, Bradley Chubb, Saquon Barkley. So, and the reason why I'm talking about it is I've, I've been thinking about this. So, we constantly talk about the the short careers that running backs have, right? And so, you're talking about, there's these four quarterbacks at the top. We're talking about uh, Josh Stop. Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Sam, and Sam Darnold. Yeah. And then Lamar Jackson... Some people will rank him either fifth or like fifteenth. It's crazy. Yeah, or yeah. first, yeah, fifth, fifteenth. They, they have no. It's probably going to turn out he's the best quarterback in the draft. Probably, it sounds course. like. Yes, of course. I think. I. That's always they, the way. Isn't no, it? and I, ironically, they say that he actually played in the most pro style offense. Yeah. And so his numbers suffered a little bit because he had the hardest playbook yeah. of any of the quarterbacks. So I guess. But we if, should make him a receiver. If you're though. the Browns, <laughs> if you're the Browns, right? I know. If you're the Browns. You got to take a quarterback, obviously. Yes. You have to because you, to. you can't build around a running back. You no, can't no. do that. You no. have to build from the quarter. It's just the way the game's played now. You have to build around the quarterback. Yeah. The running backs help, and obviously, it, but it's. And of course, the Browns, are, it, the last I heard, they're like, they're really considering Baker Mayfield yeah. first overall. It's or like, Josh Allen. Of course yeah. they are. Of course they're taking the two guys with the biggest personality issues. And you're going to put him in a place where nobody has ever succeeded yeah. with a personality issue. I mean, look. Or hey, Johnny Menzel, how did your career work out? Yeah. Or well, you're like him or Josh Patriots, Allen. So pretty good. Yeah. I was laughing him or Josh Allen, like, and Josh Allen's like the most raw, unproven. 
just has big. He's just big. But anyway, so let's say. So or then the, the bigger Mayfield, like you said, who's got the most issues or personality? Yeah. Personality. Like you said, yeah. like they just need a and solid small dude. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, apparently, he has small hands. Don't take Culpepper style. Really? Oh. Yeah, that's one of the Don't. things. Hey. Can't go with and that. And he's yeah, short too. Isn't he, he like is, five nine? No, he's six foot. Oh yeah, that's short yeah. for quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, they, they were trying to make the comparison to Russell Wilson, but now you tell me short hands. Russell Wilson has the biggest. He has hand. huge. Biggest. Well, the, he's the, a weirdo. The, the comparison I was. Yeah. I, it is I, weird. It's like the comparison I keep hearing is Drew Brees. They want to compare. Yeah, him to. sure. That would I could see that. But won't be that no. good but, ever. So anyway, so the well, Giants Brees wasn't even Giants second overall. And we talk about with running backs. You can't like they're not an investment. In the sense that, like, you're, you're not drafting a, a running back and building your franchise around him for 10 years. It's not just any, not going to happen. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. At once, the NFL was definitely But, like that. if we talk about what makes teams successful, and this, this goes across, I'd say the NHL and the NFL the most, is that you, you win a lot of time with good players on cheap contracts, mm. right? You look at the Rams right now, with Gurley and Goff. They're on cheap contracts, and they're building everything else around them. They're going to play... The Seahawks, when they were good for a long time. Russell Wilson. Cheap, it was all cheap contracts. All cheap contracts. Yeah. Sherman, all those guys, right? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. You look at the effect that Ezekiel Elliott can have. You look at the effect that Todd Gurley can have, that Alvin Kamara can have. Yeah. I feel Leonard like... David Fournette, Johnson. come on, Leonard Fournette, man. David Johnson. Sorry, Leonard no, Fournette. No, it's okay. I'm just but kidding, but really. If you are in a team that is somewhat on the cusp, I think taking Barkley high makes, is, makes the most sense yes. because he can make an immediate impact on a cheap contract. You have him for those four years and then someone else pays him the big money and you don't use him anymore. Yeah. Which sounds awful, awful. Which sounds totally totally utilitarian. Yeah, but but that, that's it's the it nature of the game right Listen, now. Listen, that's if he makes it four years because you know running backs <laughs> yeah. don't play four years on average. You're completely right. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. The Giants would be crazy to do anything else. Yeah. This, but take him. This yeah. is yeah. how... Because they have a still four. This is how you get value out of out of Manning for like two years now. Yes. Otherwise, he's useless now because yeah. you need to diversify that offense. And then Odell's and still going to be cheap and Barkley's going to be cheap. Yeah. yeah. And if they do get Des Bryant, okay, he's not he's not what he used to be. Uh, but well, that's another guy... If you want, he's got, if he if he can commit to changing his style of play, he can be effective. If he can move to being more of a slot receiver, doesn't have to run those big yep. routes yep. and set, make separation. And then wants to be a big target in the end zone. He can be. He can do he that because he does have good hands. Like yep. that's his. Big and that's holding. exactly. He, he, you said he was the most it's targeted. Like the third, yeah, yeah, it's like he has the third most touchdowns in the end zone. Yeah, yeah he's got great in the red zone. He's got great. It's hands. like Gronkowski. It's two tight ends and, and oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, Graham. The, and then it's Des Bryant. But the problem with Bryant is he's not a good route runner. Yeah, and yeah. that's well, he's not. He has a breakaway speed. And that's he's always been a bigger. And that's going to be tough. For him to, to alter his game. And he's physically strong. It makes sense why he's but got all his touchdowns. If he can work as a slot guy and then they got yeah. Odell, deep threat. I mean, yeah, it's... I wouldn't say that that's, you know, all they need. But it, it definitely makes them Well, their D was... Much was I don't know what it was team. ranked last year. It was better. It was It was good. decent. It's fine. You know, the thing about it is, if they can, like I was saying a second ago, diversify the way they score points, not make Eli throw it up 50 times a game or 40 times a game care. even... Yeah. Their defense doesn't need to be that good. If yeah. it can hang around, you know, better than middle, yeah. better than average, slightly better than average, they should be fine. I mean, I think that they should probably try to go out and get one more receiver. I don't know mm. if it's Des Bryant, but they should probably try to get something else. And if they get Barkley, I mean, that's that's huge because there's really no reason when you look at it now for a running back to go into the NFL highly touted like that and not be successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no reason I can't see any way 
that Barkley isn't good wherever he goes. Yeah. So yeah. he'll make an immediate impact. And yeah, I agree with you 100%. They'd be crazy to do anything else. That is the sure pick. I think the Browns, the, the only, I don't know, like, I feel like they just need to stop existing. Or like, you know, who owns it? Haslam? Like, Haslam needs to get away. Like, they just, for some reason, everything they do is so... Turns, turns to shit. It's, it's just the anti-Midas so, touch. Yeah, yeah, it's so Brownsy in everything they do. Yeah. And like the... Because the, they should be good. Like, they have oh, yeah. all the ammunition. But the talk that they might get two, you know, draft two quarterbacks. Yeah, it's insane. No, what what are you doing? You're going to immediately create a controversy. <laughs> immediately. So you either, with that second pick, if Barkley's still on the board, you obviously take him or Bradley Chubb. Like, you have to take another positional player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if Barkley gets take, there, you why yeah, do you take Barkley, two quarterbacks? No, it's if, if Barkley's there, they definitely should take the, debate him. They will debate they, it for sure. They, like you said, I think it's between the pass rusher and well, Chubb's still there, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if they have if Barkley's available to them, I mean, yeah, you're relying on some young guys, but Barkley again, like I was saying with running backs, doesn't really matter how old they are, what experience they have, mm-hmm. if they've had success in college, and I mean, plug it in, it should be fine. Absolutely. Like really, there, there's. You know, the, the last few years have backed that up. So Yeah, Barkley made like the I can't even remember, I think it was like the Sports Illustrated when he was like fifteen or something. I mean yeah, he's, he's been like he's been like the dude. He's been talking and about his Penn for a State long numbers time. are ridiculous. No, there's only one dude. Who's that? Lebowski. Lebowski, Lebowski he's the dude. dude. He is um, the dude. What are his numbers in college? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Dropped the bowling out. team, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, okay, so that's it. We'll do we'll uh, after the game tonight we'll we'll communicate via uh mess messenger pigeon and uh get our picks in and then uh post on instagram and then uh head right into the second round i'm predicting the raptors lose the next two games though neil really i am yeah okay i'll I'll say i'll say the raptors win faith is gone and it's gonna be the and you know what's gonna suck the most is the the path's gonna be wide open because the pacers Pacers are gonna gonna beat the Cavs. i know and it's still barely beat them last game and it's like this is the year man it's Crazy, but I think the process is going to win out here. I think they're going to make it to the to, yeah. the, to the finals. Stephen well, Harris Smith picked them. Do you really want to agree with him? Of course he did. He picked them. Stephen yeah, the Smith. He flops. Uh, Steve, he, yeah, he picked them today. Yes. Just yeah. wait till tomorrow when when, yeah, when LeBron when, drops. I was going to say. Yeah. Oh well. Oh. Anyway, whatever. Still got to go through no, LeBron. Listen, we're not here to start anything. Blasphemy. We're not here to start. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Uh, I was just did say. you guys hear about the uh, the uh, other ball kids are coming back from Lithuania? Oh, oh God. yeah. Their trip is done. Yeah. yeah. I heard a funny story. We ain't wasting our time no quick, more. Quick funny story. <laughs> there was a guy that I was in a group project with that's on the U of A basketball team, and he had heard rumblings Whoa, that. Plug. Sorry, but he had heard rumblings that like when. Uh, what's his name? Leangelo yeah. dropped like all those points. Yeah. They paid the other team not to play defense. Oh god! <laughs> Which is that like... would not surprise me one bit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no, that, that wouldn't surprise. Yeah, me. like somehow God, they're like, yeah, they basically just paid them off. Yeah, so that like the two ball brothers could just pretty to, much to jack try them up. to yeah, just to try to create a little buzz. Right? Man, I tell you what, <laughs> Lavar Ball <laughs> is just like he's just abs- wow. he's like a cartoon character. He's like. Uh, it's a circus. He's yeah. like P.T. Barnum, man. The guy's just ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway. Well, I just uh, I was just going through Twitter to see if any live news came up. And Esquire just posted a thing. Every extra pint of beer takes 15 minutes off your life. Oh, so, wow. I don't know. Well, gonna... I've got a week. Yeah. <laughs> got a week left. All right. So until next week. Oh, Des denied the Ravens. Rejected the Ravens. He's such a I, Ravens I, I player, would too. too. <laughs> I would also reject the yeah. Ravens. He said he wants a one-year deal. They offered him a multi-year. Yeah, nobody wants extra time in Baltimore. No, <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs>
I get it. Yeah. Ooh, what if there's knowledgeable fans over there though? I'm sure there are knowledgeable fans, but they live outside of the city <laughs> yeah. of Baltimore. Yeah, That's right. DC. Maryland. Yeah, they're they're outside there in yeah. the nice parts of Maryland that I'm sure exist. <laughs> Probably. Alright, uh so happy playoff watching everybody. NBA and NHL. And Oh, TFC, I think. Is whatever. that a playoff? I don't know. Hey, they're playing. The Jays are good. Jays my, are good. My guy Granderson, another another Grandy. walk-off. The Grandy man can. I, you know what? You know what? I, I don't know much about baseball, but what I will say is, he to me, to me, he reminds me of a young Orlando Hudson. Um, and then with that, we will see you all, or you'll hear from us next week. Adam? See you later, folks. Neil? See ya. Hey, have a great ship, Neil. Oh, thank Out you. Out in the sun. Oh, yeah. All right. I gotta wear jeans. <laughs> Till next week, the light is off.